Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Recording in progress. Got it. Do you want to start? And we're back. Season three. Not one, not two. Season three. Or we're back. The Irish say it. Tree. We're back. For season three. No, that's not right. <laughs> I even watched Jumba's Bond today. You think I'd have it? And we're back for season three. Thirty tree, two turds. Thirty tree, all the trees. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. I don't know why I'm leaning into the microphone. We've established that the microphone doesn't fucking work. <laughs> you think after three seasons. For everybody who is listening to this or even watching it, we've actually just found out that <laughs> my microphone has probably not been working since the very beginning of time. So, sorry about it. I will get that sorted out at some point in time. But welcome to uh, season three of uh, Drag Me Out. Um, I'm Cass, and you are. I'm Haley. We're going to talk shit. We're not even going to talk the usual shit. We're going to mix things up this season. We're going to do stuff. We're going to try new things, explore new galaxies, do all of that. Oh, that was very nerdy, wasn't it? Oh. I'm a nerd. I can't. I can't talk. Okay, no. Fair, okay, so like speaks to like. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna geek out a little. We're gonna nerd out a little. We're gonna have some people come on and join us every now and then. Ego's gonna pop in. Jane Doe's gonna pop in. God knows who else is gonna pop in. But the the important thing is that uh, Haley Bear and myself are going to be here for you for season three of Drag Me Out. So. It's actually been a few months. It's been like three months. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was like the start of December. We yeah. It's been like three months. Yeah. So we can't just get away with not much happened uh, because you and I both know that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. So over the last three months, <laughs> readers digested for us. What have you been up to? Where have you been? Who have you been doing it with? Were you safe? Uh, started contraception. So, yes, I've been safe. Um, so, we had a family holiday, our first family mm-hmm. holiday overseas. Ooh. And that's pretty much it. That, that was all that happened in three months. Yeah, but where'd you go? What'd you do? We went to Bali, uh-huh. white people's paradise. Uh-huh. But we did, like, upmarket Bali. We didn't do Kuda Bintang Singlet Bali. Um, Speaking of. Yes. Did you bring me back a Bintang Singlet? No. Rude. <laughs> Why would you want a Bintang Singlet? <laughs> Just because I could say I have one? I'm sure I'll go back. I'll get you one. Okay, cool. So, 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 so I want a Bintang wife beater. Done. <laughs> they got them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you'd have to, like, refresh my memory on, like, different stories that pop up during, like, the Bali trip and we could break that down. 
you know, like sure. the plane ride on the way over wasn't too bad. We had because we just had the two year old. He slept yep. probably about four hours. Uh, but what was really annoying now? So the new iPhones, they come with the wall plug, but it's the small. It's not the big USB now. It's the small one. Yep. Right. But yep. all the planes have the big USB. I Did didn't you know not, that. So you didn't buy a converter? No, because at the airport, they don't sell them anymore. Like not for iPhones. You can get them from Samsung. You can get them for whatever, Android, whatever, whatever the fuck they call Androids. Um, couldn't get in any airport. Well, that's just wrong. I, if I knew, I would have brought from home, but I actually don't have any from home. But I would have bought is, cheap ones from Kmart. Is that a pancreatic moment? Mm, not really. I've probably run into a few other things that are pancreatic. Yeah, no, fair, 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 fair. In three yeah, months, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people that annoy me. Um, mm. So that was fine. I had to, like, keep my phone battery. I put, like, the brightness down. and um, But so they don't have the TVs in the back of the headrests anymore. No, you got to rely on your own stuff. Yeah, but you log into their app and you can use some of it for free. But I still feel like, like planes aren't comfortable. That that can be my pancreas moment. Planes aren't comfortable at all. Like no. it, on the way back, it was an overnight flight. So we didn't get on the plane till like 10 o'clock at night. Um, the kids were getting the shits. Fair enough. They're tired. Mm. Um, we got on... Because I don't mind the plane ride itself. It's just everything else. you got to go through immigration. you got to go through customs. you got to do all this stuff. They won't even let you take bottles of water onto the plane. Like, mm. why? What am I going to do with it? I'm going to drink it. They don't feed you anymore. I didn't get Who'd you fly with? Virgin. Didn't get fed. Really? Because they usually, if they don't give you, like, the, the meals and stuff, there's, like, a snack thing near the nope. bathrooms. Wow. No, you had to pay for it. Yeah. Um, Which wasn't too – on the way back, as soon as we got on the plane, the kids were asleep in like 15 minutes. And you tried to sleep, but the clod-hopping stewardesses would walk up and down the aisle every 10 minutes. Why do you have to be – why do you have to be so loud? Everyone's trying to sleep. It's 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. You're walking down like you're going to the Melbourne Cup. Because you're a horse. Sorry, that wasn't clear. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh. yeah, no I got it. But yeah, just in general, planes uncomfortable, and we struggled no. to sort of. I was gonna bid for an upgrade, but like I said, I would have had to bid for everybody. And yeah, no, if it's not just for you, then yeah. But the kids went, wasn't that bad. And then we got in to Sydney, and the bags. I have been. I went to Europe, and I did nineteen flights. Yeah, nineteen. I didn't do nineteen different countries, but I did nineteen different flights. And Sydney, the worst for baggage. Yep. Indonesia, yep. we had to catch a bus from the plane to back to the um, main terminal. Our mm-hmm. bags were already waiting for us. All yep. popped out, all waiting for us. Yep. Um, when we, yeah, when we got back into Sydney, we like waited, I think probably about 25 minutes for our bags to come through. Yeah. And we'd already have to go through, the, we had to go through the slow queue because we had kids under the age of 10 um, because I think it's they can't you have to stand in the little cubicles by yourself right so obviously the two the two-year-old couldn't do that so we were in immigration for I don't know 
30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that the bags should be out by then. Yeah. They should be waiting for you or like at least rotating. Although there yeah. was a sign I was going to try and get on it um, saying that Channel 7 are filming their Border Patrol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't near my terminal though. Oh, opportunity missed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn Do it. You know how- Don't you wish you would have smuggled some drugs just so you could get on the show? Do you know how many times I have watched that and then recognized some of them as like former clients that we used to have? <laughs> I'd look at it, I go, I've dealt to them on Blackjack. <laughs> I've dealt to them on Baccarat. And then like my wife is my wife's looking and going, Oh my god. <laughs> She's I thought you were being stereotypical, but it turns out you're all right. <laughs> It's just I really enjoy airports. I think airports are really interesting, especially yeah. like the little um, – I'm pretty sure it was in Indonesia and where they go to take you to search your bags. It's like this open area and you're standing in between these two barriers and you're standing there while the customs agent's going through your shit and you're just standing mm. in this weird square. They're like, just stand there and stay there until we sort, sort your shit out. Mm. But, and, but you walk past them as you're going through – Customs and people, <laughs> hi. In the Balinese terminal, uh-huh. we've caught a suspected person trafficking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, didn't get yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. Didn't see him. Yeah. Was too tired. I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Totally missed opportunity. And um, I worked it out the other day. So it's been over 10 years since we've done international. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good thing is I've just railroaded your entire thing. No, it's fine. Keep going. Um, I actually today uh, went to Australia Post and finally did my passport. <laughs> it only took three months. Go on. It, well, it took longer than that because we booked the tickets in July. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did that today. Oh, well, I, I did mine. The missus has to do her stream New Zealand. Yes. Um, but hers is so – A, they're so much fucking cheaper for a 10-year passport. They're $140 cheaper okay. than Australian passports, and they can do the entire thing online, like the photo, everything online. There's no having to go and show your old passport or get actual physical photos. Like she ducked down to the office works today to go and pick up – on the way to go and pick up the dogs after they've been groomed. She stops at office works. She pays like 18 bucks. She gets hard copies of her photos and digital photos because she's going to obviously have to send it online. Mm. She doesn't have to go anywhere near a consulate. She doesn't have to do any of that. Here's my thing though. Okay. I don't know if I brought this up previously or we've had these conversations, but this is the one thing that I find bizarre about passports, right? So, your passport is identification. It's yes. a powerful piece of identification. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times. 50 time, points. You, yeah. You, sometimes you only need the passport if you don't have your driver's license or something, right? Well, this, I think it's the same. Driver's license and passport, 50 points. Yeah. Your, it's, uh, uh, 100. yeah. Right. But it's a powerful piece of thing, right? So you go to the trouble. I pay $346 plus, I think it was like nearly 20 bucks or whatever it was for the photo. So I pay 360 odd dollars, whatever it is for my passport. 
You'd think in all of that, they would arrange special delivery. Nah, it'll just turn up to your house in your letterbox at some point. You grab it. And you know what? New Zealand do the same thing. They're like, you pay for it? We'll just send it to you in post. We're not going to send it registered post. We're not going to courier it. We're not going to send it to Australia Post so you can go and pick it up. We're not going to do any of that. No. No, we're going to slap a $1 stamp on it, shove it in an envelope and send it on its way. It's bizarre. It's very bizarre, especially the rigmarole you go through to get a passport. And then the rigmarole that you've got holding on to the damn thing when you go places. Like that thing doesn't fucking leave you yeah. when you go overseas and stuff. But you know what? It's okay to send it through regular snail mail and for it to turn up in your letterbox, exposed for anybody with a stick to go into your letterbox, lift it, and then grab it out. Well, what I didn't realise when we went to Sydney Airport when we were leaving, my husband's is water damaged. Oh. But... It hasn't affected the photo, so it's all the all the pages are like that wavy, <laughs> so you can tell. I didn't even realize, and I didn't even think that it would be a problem. But he sort yeah. of had a look at it, and he's like, kind of like, oh, um, um, um. And then when we got to the gates to give them the tickets to get on the plane, the guy scrutinized it again. But then the guy who um gave us the ticket, he was behind him, and he's like, no, 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 I checked it before, like it's fine, he can get us through. And I'm like, fuck, we're not gonna be able to get through here. Like, I'm gonna have to yeah. leave my husband in the country because I'm going on holiday. Because it's like they only need a little bit of wear and tear on the edges and stuff, and you're not going anywhere. Yeah, and I just I didn't even think about it because I was so focused on getting our passports because he already had a passport. So I'm gonna have to stick it under a heavy book, I think, for the next mm. time. Yeah. But yes, traveling with children is just like going to a different country and cleaning a different area. Yeah. <laughs> the fundamentals are all the same. The mechanics are all the same. It's just that the people who are around you while you're doing it don't speak your language. And I'm a little less comfortable because it's not my own home. Like the villa was beautiful. Like it was, wasn't in the middle of Uluwatu or Ubud, all the little touristy places we were kind of a little bit out because they have a Gojek app now. It's kind of like their Uber, our Uber. Yeah. So you basically just pinpoint where you are, go pick me up from here and a little guy on a motorbike or a car or whatever you order comes, picks you up. The set, the price is set. So there's yep. no like ripping off, which is good. Yep. Um, We got around most days like that because my dad was – probably about 15 minutes in car, probably about five minutes on a bike away from us. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it was kind of like a routine. Like we'd get up in the morning, we'd swim in the villa. Um, it was cool. And in the middle of the day between like 11 and two, we'd stay inside cause that's like the hottest part of the day. Um, and then we'd just order food from the Gojek app and just some little dude on a motorbike would drop us food off and then go again. So it was just like, I don't know we had fun, mm. but yeah, we're probably not going to go on a holiday until next year. Yeah, keeping people employed through the Goat Jack app. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just feel that taxis tend to rip you off over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my because my dad lives there, he obviously knows all the little 
if, although his car did get keyed, we went to a nightclub and you park your car and this like little parking attendant comes up, but you don't know if they work there or they just show yeah. up in the car park. <laughs> like you don't know. They wear a high vis yeah. and you go, oh yeah, you look important. Yeah. A lot kind of, of like here. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm not paying parking. Like I'll pay you when I come back out. Anyway, when he came back out, there's someone keyed the side of his car. <laughs> if only he had it paid before. Well, yes, but you know, it's dirt cheap. Like his his battery um died in the car um and then within an hour some little dude on a Gojek um bike and a and a car battery came, like it's you know cost him like fifty bucks. Fun. Like it's cheap. It's cheap. Everything's so cheap over there. It's just in, except. So, we got there and Dad's like, "We'll go to the shopping center so you have like food." And I'm like, "Okay." So I'll go get food. And I was we just landed, so I was sort of still trying to work out the money. You take out four zeros, but it's more complicated than, I don't know, my I couldn't get my head around it until probably like day five or six. Um, we got to this shopping center and she was scanning the stuff in. She goes, this is 210000 And I'm like, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, that's $21 for cheese. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'm going to put that back. I don't really like cheese that much. Thank you. Same with butter. It's just, yeah, they don't have the agricultural no, resources. They don't have, there. The, resources, they don't have no. the land. Um, they have, I saw cows. Yeah. Saw them everywhere. But they just don't have the land to have. That's why um, what Chappelle Corby's, that, that jail, just in the middle of the town. I think yeah. it's between Uluwatu, no, it's uh, Kuda and Legion, I think. It's just in the middle of everything. We just drove past it. Dad's like, oh, there's. Where Chappelle Corby was staying. That's Chappelle's hotel. There's a holiday um, villa. What's it? Look at Curacaban? Curacan? I just saw the side of it. The the now shrine to Chappelle Corby. Yeah. Well, is um I don't know if the Bali Nine were in the same. Yeah, they were. Okay, well, some of them are still alive and still there. Yep. Um, but apparently, if you do go visit them, you get put on a watch list. So you well, will get strip would... searched every time you go through the airport. Well, anywhere you stands, go. that stands to reason. I mean, you're going to visit convicted drug smugglers. And it wasn't like it was alleged. Like, they found the dope on them. So yeah. if you're going to visit them, of course, you're going to be under scrutiny anytime you enter or leave that country. Yeah, it's a guilt by association thing. They're from the Illawarra. Yeah, I think some are from far out west too. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. Well, one of the guys that my dad's friends with, he backed out. He didn't want to do it. Right before they all got caught. Well, that makes good luck for him. He should be buying lotto tickets, right? <laughs> Speaking of lotto, it was really dis- disappointed that I did not win the didn't win. Million. Same. Same, 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 same. We Who didn't win did win? I know two people won. Where were they from? Uh, Queensland and Victoria, I believe. Was it Queensland? Yes, it was because we were talking about it because mm. we went up to Brisbane last week, right? We were talking about it with my father-in-law and my father-in-law go, conspiracy theory, right? He goes like this, goes, no one in Queensland ever wins these things. And then someone in Queensland won $100 million. <laughs> so it was like, on your dad. Um I think it was Melbourne. South I could New be South wrong. Wales. Oh, you know what? You could be right. It could be New South Wales. Because you know what? It could be New South Wales because we actually bought our ticket 
in Queensland. Right. As in, we were in Queensland online when we bought it. And I'm like, hang on a minute. We were in Queensland yeah, online when we bought like it. That. And I'm from New South Wales. Did I win twice? Yeah. Well, so, first of all, apparently they call you if it's anything over 40 million. They correct. call you straight away. So yeah. I was like, I didn't get a phone call. So the 100 and – what was the one before that? The 160? 150. 150? Yeah. The 150 million was when I was in Bali, but it wouldn't let me buy a ticket because I wasn't connected to our Wi-Fi. Well, so, you know what? Like, I mean, like I was obviously using a Balinese VPN. Yeah. So I yeah. ended up sending the money to a friend. I'm like, can you buy my ticket? <laughs> but you didn't win. No, no, didn't win. We didn't win the 200. We did not win the $200 million. Had it all planned. Yeah. Had it all planned. I had even had it all planned if I had to share it with four people. Mm-hmm. Like. We had it all planned because we actually, because you weren't in the country. Yeah. Uh, we, a friend of mine from work, we were like, let's go in like together. And she was like, yep, okay, no worries. So we paid thirds. So the wife and I had two thirds. She had one third. We had it all planned. All planned. She was getting her 66 million. We were getting the change. And anything that was left over, we were going to donate. We were going to be nice people and donate. I had a house in the South Island of New Zealand ready to go. Mm -hmm. I I had a house in Tasmania ready to go. I had four-wheel drives for both houses, ready to go. Didn't win. We were going to go halves in a hotel. It's not a hotel. In um, an apartment in New York as like a holiday home. Mm. Had it all planned. Didn't win. Bit rude. What are you, what are you going to do, right? So it was a guy in New South Wales because I remember the interview and they were like, well, what are you going to spend the money on? And he's like, oh, I'm still going to keep working because I no! love No, no. See, that's bullshit. Yeah. That is bullshit. People, the reason why people go into lottos is so that they don't have to work ever again. Anybody who says, you know what, I love my job and I'm going, lying sacks of fucking shit. Because the first thing, I had it all planned. My laptop, my everything was going back to the company that I work for. I was resigning effective immediately, right? We knew that we were going to be doing the passport thing anyway. So we were going to go and spend a decent amount of time in NZ traveling around while our architects sorted everything out. I would have just thrown the laptop out the window and said, bill me. Oh, no, I'm not that much of an asshole. No, I would have. I don't dislike my job. Like, I don't dislike the company. So, like, I, I at least sit around and wait for a courier to come and get the stuff. I think or if I like... found out whilst at work, I was at work, I would oh, get down off. tools and going straight away. At the next place that I'm going and then just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause traffic, absolute cause, chaos. Cause, cause commuter frustration for the entire Sydney network. Yeah, but we didn't win it. That's no. fine. It's not um, fine. It's not fine. We're good people. We are good people. We do deserve it. But you know what? Oh, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So my friend actually said to me, "I need you to buy the lottery ticket 
And I'm like, we could just do it online or you can do it. And she goes, no, I need you to buy it online because usually the people who win are close to retirement age. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. true. I was like, fuck you, Tay-Tay Stalker fan. Don't. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? She's right. (laughs) He's actually right. But I don't. There's a conspiracy with the app, though. Has anyone won off the app or has it always been tickets? Well, that's the other thing because I said, oh, look, I'll just buy it, like, online. And um, we didn't get anywhere near a physical place to buy it. That's why we ended up doing it online. But when she did the fucking retirement gag, she also said, you actually need to go in. She goes, because I've never heard of anybody who has bought it online. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that the wherever you buy it from gets a cut, right? They get like a yep, yeah. They get like a stipend. They get a they they get a, a, a an amount for selling the winning lottery ticket. I think it depends on how big the lottery. I literally is. walked past one that day, and but there was a line of, and they get to, little plaques too. Close to retirement age people were standing there, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, we'll go do that on the way out, and then I just completely forgot. But next time when there's a bigger one, I think I'm just gonna go in. Yeah, just I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna send the, the missus in because she's three years older than me. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna send her in to physically get a ticket. Every now and then she actually gets one. Yeah, so do uh, I. Just, just random stuff, and then like she'll open a wallet. <laughs> she'll open a wallet, and there would be all of these like folded up white pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. And I go the first time she did, I I kind of went like this. I went, what's that? She goes, oh, I randomly just buy lottery tickets. And I'm like, did you scan them to find out if we ever won anything? She's like, no. <laughs> I just and like then, burning money. <laughs> and then there was like 10 of them. <laughs> so we, so I'm online and I'm like, because you can go yeah. online and check it, right? So I'm online and I'm typing in all of them. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, $22. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, didn't happen. Yeah. We're still here. I had it. So the the house in New Zealand was going to be like a three, four bedroom house and it was going to be all on one level and everything. But one of the rooms, maybe I'm going to be five. No, there was going to be a walkway off to another little building and that was actually going to be my podcast studio. Right. I was going to get it all set up with the high techie techie stuff. Mm. Right. And I was going to get like a camera and all of this and great backdrops and blah, blah, blah not meant to be i guess guess we're just uh stuck with the backdrops that i download the, for free with the we're back yeah so you went on your bali trip yeah then um had a week off and came back to i don't think weed killer works doesn't i sprayed doesn't. them and then I feel that it encouraged them to grow more. Mm-hmm. I feel weed, weed killer does the opposite. But if you put it on and then it rained at all, it washes away the effect before it's had a chance to actually get in and kill the weed at the root. Well, that's what I did today. My hands are shredded. Um, so I couldn't find, I had my left glove, but I couldn't find my right glove. Michael uh, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I just, I had a week off after we got back from holidays and had a bit of a break. Um, because you kind of need a holiday after your holiday. You do. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, it was just a just a relaxing holiday. I think we both detoxed pretty badly after. I didn't drink every day like uh, my husband did because you know, I'm just I'm not a beer drinker, and that was like the cheapest thing to drink. Um, but I did have did have some few bevies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the heat makes hangovers ten times worse. So yeah. I didn't try to get steaming. Every night. Um, we only went out like two, three nights out of the whole time. Um, but yeah, no, we had fun. Just Cookies. A good holiday. And what have you done in the last three months? Go day by day from the last day that we stopped recording. Uh, go from there. I probably laid in because we usually, usually, not today though, but we usually record on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I laid in bed a little longer than I probably should on a Sunday, probably watched some TV, uh, discovered a couple of new shows actually in the last three months. Um, then, uh, not a lot was, not a lot happened, actually had two weeks off over Christmas, which was nice. Mm -hmm. And it was a staycation. We didn't, oh, I don't think we did anything actually. Um, we had the Christmas day. Um, and then we did a family dash up to Brisbane last week where I'm trying to word this as best as I can without pissing off the one or two Brisbane people that listen or watch. The heat and the humidity not only made it feel like we were in Satan's asshole, but it was while he was sitting in a sauna. <laughs> it was fucking putridly hot and humid and disgusting. Um, and wouldn't this, like now, wouldn't this have been the weekend of drag? I think so. So it would have been like really, really bad. It was like, like the ninth to the 11th rings a bell. February. Yeah. That's this weekend. That was uh, so last weekend. That's what I mean. Off. But like, it's still like you know, a week much wouldn't have changed. Yeah. But did they ever say why they cancelled it? Besides no. the fact that it was going to be really balls fucking hot. Well, but see, the thing is, not only have they cancelled Brisbane, but it would appear that Sydney and Melbourne aren't happening this year either. Well, when you don't pay the venues. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? A, we would normally have our tickets by now. B, when you actually go onto the drag expo thing, nothing comes up now. Yeah. Like, but you know what? ITD have pretty much fucked over the Australian drag industry. So why not just go international? They're going to the UK now. UK has always had one. ITD. Oh, you mean they're go oh, Okay, all right. ITD are now advertising the fact that they're, they're moving into the UK market. So why not just fuck up the UK drag as well and have them pissed off to the point where no one's going to come. I'm actually quite upset about the fact that Sydney and Melbourne aren't going to go on because we were going to go to one of them this year, right? Yeah, I would have gone to one. Probably the Sydney one, right? Yeah. Um, it's your one chance to get close to uh, not only your queens, but the international ones that come down. The only way that we can do that now is if we go 
to see their performance, which is usually standing, you've got to stand and buy ex- like pay extra for the meet and greet. Mm. So they've taken that connection away now. Yeah. So that's not fun. But um, yeah. So to go back, went to fucking Brisbane. It's fucking hot. It's humid. Uh, we went out to dinner with some family. They go, oh, we're going to this place at the Gabba, which is just outside of Brisbane City. And um, they go, oh, it's really great. It uh, advertises itself as uh, Australia's worst vegetarian restaurant. Steakhouse. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Right. And they're going, the food is amazing. The food is great. Everything's great. We walked up. We're like, it's a beer garden at a pub. Okay. So we go, oh, by the way, I'm kind of off red meat now. Okay. I can't. Yeah, I've I've tried and like I, I I do okay, but then like lately I've been eating red meat and it's just been doing nothing for me. So I'm just like, whatever. So you go, you've got to go to this counter to order and there's a glass cabinet of like or what size your steaks are gonna be if you choose them and all of that. Um only if you ask you can choose one. Otherwise I'll just grab like the top one and send it off to the to the cookies. Um, the food wasn't great. Obviously, by Brisbane standards, it is. <laughs> but I mean, like, please keep in mind that I think Brisbane is still stuck in 1958. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the food didn't do anything for me. Um, and then, okay, so we're sitting at this table. We're outside. There's fans on us. And everything's all nice. And then we get to about an hour in, the fans are still going, it got hotter. <laughs> it got more humid, right? So we get back to the hotel. I duck out for a cigarette, one o'clock in the morning or something like that. It's still hot. Uh, one thing I can say, I do not in any way, shape or form recommend uh, booking yourself on the first flight out. Right, because and especially if you're staying in a hotel, because we had to basically self check out the night before, and then we had to organise for an Uber to come and get us. But that meant that we were up at about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. I don't recommend that if you're like normal nine to five people. Um, but before we were ready to leave, and before I jumped in the shower, I said, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm just going to duck outside for a cigarette, dude. It was three o'clock in the morning and it was 27 degrees. It was disgusting. And then Uber guy was lovely. Uh, they're used to the heat. So they don't have the aircon blasting. <laughs> I highly recommend that they do have the aircon blasting because this guy smells like he'd done an entire shift. <laughs> Okay. And, but you know what? People have body odor. Sometimes you just accept it and move on with life. And that's what I did. But I do not recommend the six o'clock fucking, the the 6 a.m. flight from Brisbane. And here is my pancreas moment about ready to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brisbane Airport, domestic and international, is a 24 hour airport. Right. 
There's no curfew like Sydney. Mm -hmm. So it is open 24 hours a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we get there uh, about quarter to four, maybe. Had a quick cigarette before we went inside. By the way, Jetstar, I'm going to say one good thing about them. We've flown with them a couple of times now, never had a problem with them. They've never been late. They've never cancelled flights on us. I've probably jinxed myself for the next time. That's fine. Here's the problem. You can't just dump off your luggage anytime you want with Jetstar. You can't just check in. They send your luggage on its way. You fuck around in the airport for a couple of hours. No, it has to be open at a specific time, right? So you to check in, our flight was at 6.10. We could not check in before 4.10. We just yeah. wanted to get rid of our luggage, get ourselves sorted because we were tired as well. That's usually how it goes though. No, Virgin. No, Virgin International, three hours. Yeah, 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 three hours. But Virgin Domestic, you can drop it off anytime you want. Right. Okay. So that's that was a little bit that pissed me off. But so we go. Okay. Last cigarette before we don't have one for another three hours, four hours, however long it is. So we do that. We go in. We go upstairs, and it's uh, it's half past four in the morning. We've been awake for a few hours. We haven't eaten because it was you know we had dinner you know at the hotel the night before. Nothing's open. Nothing. Not even like one miserable little coffee shop. Nothing's open. The McDonald's is not even on the inside of security like most other airports. Mm. We didn't actually find the McDonald's, but we looked for it inside of security. So we had to wait for the coffee shop to open at 5 o'clock. And so there's the whole thing, you know, scan the QR code, they bring it, right? So we're sitting there at the table waiting for five o'clock to click on. So it clicks on. I'm trying to scan the barcode. It's the, the QR code. It's saying that it's still not working. We have to go to the counter. They knew that we were there and they were fucking serving every other fucker before us, but we had gotten there 15 minutes before everybody else. But my problem is nothing was open. <laughs> nothing was open. And you know what I really wanted more than anything else? which has lately been unusual for me. I wanted a bacon and egg McMuffin. Yeah, they're good. But I couldn't get one because I couldn't find the McDonald's. <laughs> right? So my pancreas moment is fucking Brisbane Airport need to get their shit together. If you're going to be a 24-hour airport, your shit needs to be open 24 hours a day. Plain and simple. Or at least when the influx of people come. Right? Like, dudes, hombres, people of Brisbane, Brisbane, Vegas, I understand that you are so far behind the times that you don't even, don't even acknowledge daylight savings <laughs> because apparently the cows won't like it. However, open up shit, man. Like, part of the thing is, it's 24 hours, so, like, you can fly to Perth at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and all of that. And that's great. That's fantastic. That's fine. And Sydney's on, you know, 1958 times with the the curfew and, and, and whatnot and all of that. But the first flights to Sydney leave at 6 o'clock in the morning. 
if you can put your luggage on two hours before and go through security and everything, surely that would mean that you can get something to eat two hours prior. Yeah. No, I agree. Fucking Brisbane, Queensland. I love to hate you and I hate to love you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't see myself living in Brisbane. I can't see. And I came close to it too, remember? I came close yeah, to it. But I, I almost came close to living on the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, I can't do it. And the, I'm just going back to it was so hot and so humid that I even went and got myself another haircut to try to alleviate the heat. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I will say but the anyway. food options at the international airport in Sydney were quite good. I'm looking forward to it. The McDonald's mm. is fun because... Isn't up- it the unmanned one? Well, upstairs they're cooking and then they put the they clip it, it, the bags and the bags... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on this little inclinator thing. So there's people down handing you the stuff mm. um, and they make the coffees and ice cream and whatever. Um, yeah, so I got, uh, I think I got sushi, but like there was lots of options in different mm. places. But yes. I'm looking, um, forward to, I'm looking forward to duty free shopping. I did a bit of that. Oh, I actually bought perfume and we bought two bottles of alcohol and we bought cigarettes because they were cheap, well, cheaper than here. Um. Yeah, nothing exciting. There wasn't like the you know the like Apple products and stuff like that. They're actually not that much cheaper. No. Like, no, they just kind of give them to you at what would normally be the ten percent discounted price that you'd get on a sale. Correct. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't really go because I had a look at like laptops and stuff, but they have very limited stock anyway. So it was like um no not bothered with this. No. Um. Do you have a pancreatic bursting moment? Just trying to think. You're trying to prioritise in order of importance? No, I never really wrote any down. Like, I'm sure I had a few. You'd have to have an airport one. Like, airports and people who fly international and stuff, like, there are some fucking dildos out there. Yeah, like, the flying part's fine, except Mm. why does it take so long? Oh, okay. All right, I do have pancreatic. Yep. So getting to um, Denpasar, which is where we flew into, um, you buy your visa as you get you come through. It costs you 50. I think they're about to put it up, actually. Um, it costs you 50 Australian dollars each. Um, that gives you your 30-day visa. It's very quick. You just walk past a lady, give her the money. She gives you the visa you walk on. Then you hit immigration. And I don't understand their shift cycles. But mm-hmm. it seemed to be that they were just going on break whenever they felt like it. Yeah, they're on island time. They're just they're just working when they want to work. One guy did three people and then he had a little bit of a break. One guy did four. One girl was there the whole time. Like that's what took us the longest to get out was going through immigration. All they do is look at your passport, look at your face. What are you here for? Holiday. Okay, cool. Off you go. Do you, do you think the reason why that is, it's not like a, a laziness thing or whatever it is. It's so there isn't a routine or a length of time So because Indonesia is huge for drug smuggling, right? Mm. Um, even though their penalties are quite harsh. 
So do you think it's one of those things? So they they can't be there long enough to be bribed. They can't spend long enough in that one section. So there's that temptation on either side, whether it's their side or the drug smugglers, like the potential drug smuggler side, that maybe that's a deterrent. I don't know. They probably just get paid shit and don't give a shit. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But I'm going, I'm trying to go with the profesh reasoning. Yeah. I don't know. Because you can pay someone to walk you through immigration and you basically just wave as you go through. Yeah, but that's anywhere. What do you mean? You can pay, um, are you saying from a dodgy side? Because you no, can't, no, no. I can't, no, you can do it in Sydney too. Like when you're actually going into immigration to go, I still remember this from 10 years ago. Mm. Um, you pay the extra dollars and they bypass you through, pass all of the people who are waiting in line to go through and they put you through the express line. Well, that seems dodgy. No, it means that you're just paying some money so you don't have to stand in line. Yeah, I would have done that for sure. Mm-hmm. Although, okay, we were standing in the, which I, I didn't really care that much, even though we were standing in the line for long, but I knew being in Sydney airport, getting our bags was going to take fucking forever. So I knew that no matter how long we stood there for, we were just going to be standing at the baggage anyway. Mm. But we were all in a line. There was, you know how they snake you. So it was probably like one, two, three, probably four snakes. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Anyway, this girl, lady, a lady with, she she's holding a kid and she had another kid with her was just walking past everybody, like just, just walking through. No, no, excuse me, just walking through. And then I thought maybe her husband's, you know, at the front of the line. No, no, she just walked to the front of the line and stopped. And then everyone was like, uh, she just cut in front of the line. And I'm like, you know what? She's got two young kids. She's had to fly. Yeah, but you've got two young kids. Yeah, but I had I had my husband with me, so I had okay, help. She didn't yeah. have, and but you know, what, three people's not going to hold up the line any much longer. And I knew I knew that our bags were going to take forever. So we still would have been waiting for my bags, even if I said to her, "Oi, bitch, get to the back of the line." But it was quite funny the audacity of this lady <laughs> just walking past everyone. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> so do they still have, because you had to go in line because you got the kids, right? Yeah. So do they still have the thing where if you go off to, if you're an Australian or New Zealand passport holder, you go off to the right and you go through the express exit? So what they have is they call it a ticket. Hold, you get a ticket. And so you go, when you get off the plane, you go to the left you go to this little kiosk thing and it prints this ticket off and then you go to the express on the right. Right. So we couldn't do it because we we're a family, um, yep. whatever. So yep. there is like, and then there's the international who section and then there's the Australian section with families and stuff. So you're just behind that part. But yeah, yeah that, that goes through real quick. Because when, um, when we came back from the, the States, there wasn't that booth with the ticket or anything. What it was... You got to immigration and you got to like the end part. And if you had anything to declare or you were not Australian or New Zealand, you had to go to the left. Mm-hmm. If you had nothing to declare and you were an Australian or a New Zealand passport holder, then you just went off to the right. You swiped your um, passport and walked out. No, it's different. It's different now. Okay. Then you go. And this yeah, is post so go, 9-11 too. This is for, before... You go through customs as well. Right. Um, and then there's another whole 
And lines. Yeah, just lines. Lines shit me in general. I hate mm. lines. That's why when we do go to Tokyo Disneyland, I'm buying the express bars for sure. Yeah. Don't yeah. care how much it costs me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, flying's fine. If you could mm. walk straight up to the airport, drop your bag, and get on a flight, too easy. But the customs yeah. and the... Oh, yeah. You wait till you go to, and I know you've been to the States, but I'm giving you this scenario because this happened to us the first time. Wait till you get into LA mm. after 14 hours of flying. It's six o'clock in the morning. You're fucking tired. You're standing in that dirty, great big hall, like um, uh, hall mm. when you get to LAX. So you can like go through immigration and customs and all of that. And the A, the lines aren't moving. B, you stand in line for two and a half hours because every fucker and their dog is landing in LAX at the same time and someone vomits. Ugh. Yeah. Well, see, I missed my flight in LA because of how long the lines are. Because in Sydney, right, if you're stuck in a custom line, you're like, my flight's in half an hour or 20 and minutes. And they, they, they express you. They express yeah. you. No one cared. No one cared that my flight was about to leave. I went to go check up. Picked up my because you have to pick up your bag when you change terminals. <clears throat> yeah, picked up my bag, walked to where I was supposed to be after finding it because it's so large, and then they're like your plane's left. I'm like, now what? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, but they'll just find you another flight. They don't yeah. care. No, they don't care because I I got on a flight a couple of hours later, but I was yeah. like, if this was Sydney, they'd be like, we don't have any flights for you. Or we do, and you're going to have to pay the difference. Yeah. Or sorry, because you're 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 not going to be flying Virgin now, and you're going to be flying Jetstar. Your Virgin ticket doesn't exist anymore. And you're going to have to buy an entirely like, yeah. new Jetstar. Like it's just ridiculous. They don't care in the states. They don't care. Like no. we missed our flight because our real uh, real estate, our um travel agent didn't actually send us the new itinerary. Mm. And we were we were checking in on the um with the Skycap the when you get out of the taxi on the curb. And he goes, what flight are you on? And we say, we're telling him flight. He goes, your flight's taking off. And we're like, no, it doesn't take off for another two and a half hours. He's like, it's on the tarmac right now. It's changed. We're like, well, we didn't get the thing. And he goes, just go inside. So this is with American Airlines. And so we go inside to the American Airlines thing and she goes, oh, that's not a problem. Click, 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 click on the keyboard, right? And she goes, that's okay. You're going to be taking a United one from here to San Francisco and then down to Las Vegas. And I'm like, we have to go to the other side of the country to come back. Mm. I wasn't bitching about it. Cause I'm like, and so how much do we have to pay? She goes, nothing. We're yeah. like, what? And she's like, nothing. You missed your flight. I don't know if it's stupidity or smart. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure how they work their systems, mm. but mm. I don't know if it's changed now. Cause I haven't been there in 10 years, but I don't want to go there. So I don't want to go there either, but, but at the same time I do because my best friend lives over there. Yeah. Um, and you know there there are still some things that we would really like to see, but can't do it in this current climate. Can't do it with what's going on in like some really, uh, and I guess we're transitioning to a new subject now. Um, some of the states where you think they actually they're just like eh, whatever type states now are actually starting to bring in anti-drag bands, gay, lesbian bands, trans bands, and in states that you don't expect. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not a safe climate at the best of times. 
the fact that my wife is also a person of color doesn't help. So we've got a person of color who's gay. So we're, we're not feeling safety. Um, I'd also like to point out on a side note that every time I talk and I turn my head, it actually looks like I'm speaking. We're back. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so, and the reason why we've gone on to this, I said, this looks like it's going to be a decent subject change is because so uh, New South Wales has now joined Victoria in the let's ban drag story hours. Hmm. The Castle Hill area of Sydney um, have decided this week that because one comment was made and a couple of people agreed with it, that the drag story hour that they were going to have at the local library or town hall, I can't remember which one it was, um, they have now decided that they are going to stop the drag story time and are not going to have it anymore. So we can't even lord that over Victoria anymore. Like this is just wrong, 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 wrong. Uh, and at the same time doesn't surprise me because everything's about to go into election mode. I don't know. Um, and it's just, when does it stop? When does it stop? When does it stop? It doesn't, it won't. Uh, but at the same time, like, are you kidding me? Kids are going to be there with their kids. What what's going to happen? They're just going to hear a fucking story. That's all they're going to do. Like it's just, it's not right. Once again, it fucking hurts. Just when you think everything's kind of sort, and then and now it's it, it, we're almost at Mardi Gras time. We're supposed to be. Remember last year with World Pride? How? Yep, there were some problem areas. There's always um, going to be problem areas, even there is normal but it festivals. Was we have so, problem areas. It was, it, it brought everybody together. Yeah. And it was like happy and people were just like, you know, tra-la-la, I'm actually looking at the world through rose-coloured glasses because I can and everything's just great. Yep, as I said, there were some dark periods just like anything else. But now it's just like they've gone, they've gone well, you know what, that honeymoon and hangover is over now. Uh, we're just going to get back to reality. And once again, uh, trans people and drag queens and gay people are the enemy. And let's just keep it that way. Yeah. It's bullshit fucking. It's just so wrong. But uh, so um, I'm, seg- I'm segueing again because it was brought to my attention yesterday that, um, and this is only for you, you know who you are. Taylor Swift's going to be here in two weeks. No one cares. I've tuned out. Wait. So Tay-Tay Stalker fan obviously has tickets to every Sydney show, but, and I am not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't dislike the girl. I actually watched the documentary. It's not bad. Like I felt sorry for the girl. The reason why I'm bringing it up is I like a couple of her songs. I am ambivalent to her, but I am fucking obsessed with her and Travis Kelsey. Like I am, I'm, I'm in, I, I like my social media, like I feed on my social media. Every time I look at it, it's like Tay Tay and Travis. 
Um, I got a really severe talking down to when I did their ship name as Trailer. Travis and Taylor? Trailer. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. It's like, it's not that. It was, and it was something else. But I was like, my one's cleverer. I'm probably not the first one to think of it, but, like, I was the first one to say it out loud to myself. Mm. Um, but I'm obsessed, obsessed with uh, the whole trailer thing. I mean, I'm totally in. I, I want him not. to propose. I want him to propose after he wins the Super Bowl. I'm not in that. I know about it, but I just don't care. Over four billion, with a B, billion dollars has been spent at betting agencies across the US over whether or not he's going to propose. Oh my god! He should put a bet on himself. Whether or not the mother, his mother, is actually going to sit in the stands or in the corporate box, <laughs> just gone bizarre. And I'm totally in. Totally in. Um, having said that, and I really do apologize for this Tay Tay Stalker fan, Taylor Swift did not deserve album of the year at the Grammys. Sorry. I feel that Beyonce did, but anyway. Was Beyonce nominated? I don't know. I mean, uh, I would also like to point out that as much as people like the whole Beyonce Jay-Z thing, um, and after what I saw in the documentary and um, I did not realize that what Jay-Z did, she was like only 16 or 17. He was bullying a young kid on stage. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't like right? Jay-Z or Beyonce. Right. And the whole thing had to do with Beyonce and, and all of that. And basically what Jay-Z did at this Grammys was almost without jumping up on stage while Taylor Swift was up there, he did it slyly. He basically bullied her on stage. Girl maybe 30-odd years old, but bullying is bullying. Mm. Not her fault that she keeps getting these fucking awards. Whoever votes for them does it. And it's people who are in the industry who vote for it. So obviously the people in the industry don't like Beyonce. But she's been nominated for a lot. Um... She's been nominated a lot and she has won the most Grammy Awards for a female. Yeah. Right? And I totally understand that. But she's not winning the big ones. And mm. if she's not winning the big ones, there's obviously a problem. And I'm sorry, it can't be Taylor Swift. No. Taylor Swift can't be the problem because Adele beat her. She's not the problem, it's me. Yeah. But um, yeah. All of that aside, I'm not I'm I'm not a big huge Taylor, I don't understand. See, it doesn't sound like it. It really doesn't no. sound like. It. I think this whole season is going to be trying to prove whether Cass is really. No, no, no. Because no. I like. It turns out I only know four of her songs. I don't know any others. I only know four. Um, and as I said, like I, I'm ambivalent. So if I'm ambivalent, I'm not going to slam the girl. Um, and I'm not going to turn around and say that she's the world's greatest. I'm going to just just going to say she was bullied. It's not her fault. And I'm really obsessed with her and Travis. Yeah. Welcome to Cass's TED Talk on how much she loves Taylor Swift. No, 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 no. <laughs> Having said that, I was given a friendship bracelet. Oh, <laughs> sealed. <laughs> but it was from Tay Tay Stalker fan, who is probably, while we're recording this, sitting at home right now, making her 100 or 200th friendship bracelet to take to the concert. 
Um, I don't get it. What is it? I'm not in with the like, cool kids. It's like currency. So, what are you trading you, for? Other friendship bracelets with other Tay Tay fans. I asked this yesterday in case any, because I knew I was going to talk about this today. Um, it's not because I know this shit. I actually had to ask. So, what happens is you take ones that you want to wear for yourself, mm-hmm. and then you take a whole bunch of other ones. And it's like, as I said, it's like currency and it's like ways to meet new friends and stuff. And they swap uh, friendship bracelets. So that means she's going to have like 200 on one arm. Yeah, but you, you you don't also swap. Sometimes you just give. Okay. Right? I'm still so, confused how you make friends off this. Do you write your number on the bracelet and then they no, contact you? No. So the one that I got given is a rainbow one, bless. And it is, it says on it, because they put like um, her song titles or song lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the one that I got was You Need to Calm Down, which I actually found out is a Taylor Swift song. And it's the one that she did with the drag queens. Okay. So that's why I got it. Because A, I tend to get worked up every now and then. And B, because it was associated with the drag queens. And I love drag queens, uh, drag artists. Uh, and it was rainbow. So that's why this one in particular was given to me. And as I said, I get worked up a little. So I've got a Tay-Tay friendship bracelet. But you just buy this stuff on like Etsy and you just sit there. Like people knit. Other people make friendship bracelets for Tay-Tays. I don't... <laughs> the Swifties. I also found out that the collective for Miley Cyrus fans are Smileys. I think I knew that. I did not know that until the Grammys. Uh, I remember the beehive. Um, <clears throat> what would the collective for Ariana Grande fans be? Would it be Starbucks? Because she's a Grande. Uh, <laughs> don't know. Don't care. Okay. Next. Um, so we've pretty much gone gone over our hour. We have, and I'm sure that there are going to be some things, but we've 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 had three months. Yeah. Uh, so, the important thing is that uh, UK versus the world started this week. Did it? Yeah, I've watched the first episode, but I knew that you wouldn't, so that's why I'm saying from next week we're going to be reviewing. Okay. UK. Um, I'm three episodes behind on season sixteen of RuPaul's Drag Race regular. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get into it, but I, I kind of sort of want to. That's why I suggested let's go back. Let's just be behind for a little bit. Yeah, but if I we just do UK episode one and then we do RuPaul's Drag Race episode one. Okay, we can do that. That's it's our, fine. It's, it's our podcast. We make the rules. We don't care what Well, that's exactly. Do. We make the rules. And sometimes, yeah. you know what? Sometimes, and this is for the people at home, sometimes we may not even do anything drag related. We're going to mix it up. As I said at the beginning, we're going to mix it up a little. But UK versus the world started today. Uh, Australia is represented by the amazing Hannah Conda. Oh, ruin it for me. I didn't even know. Yeah, I fucking told you guys. I don't listen. Last season. I don't listen. Um, so, yeah, Hannah Conda is repping uh, uh, Drag Race Down Under. So, also, there is going to be a global All-Stars. And the rumoured cast, I haven't announced it yet, the rumoured cast includes from Drag Race Down Under, Queen Kong. We're going to have to become Queen Kong supporters. Okay. 
Well, I think we sort of turned into it because we used to have a friend who sort of knew her. and Yeah. So the thing is also one of the rumoured cast members is Alyssa Edwards. Okay, I'm in. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to do that. Obviously, there's no celebrity one um, yet. We can do. We can bring season sixteen into it. Maybe if I do catch it, because I only watched the. I've watched the first two, which is technically the first episode. Mm. Um, and then I things happen. We went up to Brisbane. You're in Bali. Blah 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 blah. We weren't recording, so I, like, I'm, that's why like I'm behind. I said in the group chat, I've been watching it, but I haven't really been watching it. Like I can give you one name of the one queen. That's it. Dawn. Plain Dawn. Jane. That's it. Okay, I can give you Dawn. Okay, I know two now. Like, <laughs> okay. I just, I, I I was more waiting for us to start again to then go back and, like, actually right. pay attention. Yeah. Um, so I'll do that this week. Okay, so we'll be reviewing uh, UK versus the world. Mm-hmm. And we will be reviewing season 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, do an episode or two until we can catch up. Um, and then everything should be all fine in the world. Uh, you know, 300 Queens started season 16. So by the time I actually get on the plane to New Zealand, we should have the winner. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, as I said, we're going to be doing different things. This was just a catch up episode. This was just a, cause Haley and I actually really haven't spoken a hell of a lot over the last three months. Cause we've been busy living lives. And not in each other's pockets. <laughs> like, no, we've had a break. Had a we've break. had a break. Um, and everything's still all good. We're, we're all fine. We're going to come back with weekly episodes every now and then. We may miss a week. Just want to say it now. Um, and then, obviously, uh, I'm out of action for three weeks um, in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason being is because, A, I'm going to New Zealand. Uh, also known as Aotearoa. Also known as Old Zealand. Go on. Also known as, uh, well, you know, yeah. Uh, and uh, while I'm there, I'm having a milestone birthday. You're retiring? Getting close to it. Getting close to it. You know what the sad thing is now? I'm with. I'm inside the 20 years till retirement. That's not sad. That's happy. Yeah, but that also means that I'm getting older. So this is, we are now in 2024. Uh, As we know, it is a leap year. And how do we know it's a leap year? There's an Olympics this year. Olympics leap year. Paris in July. We lost the bid, didn't we? No, we got Brisbane for 2032. I thought we didn't get it. No, we got Brisbane. They announced it just before um, Tokyo did it in 2021. Um, so because it's 2024, I'm in my 50th year. Mm-hmm. I will be turning 50 this year. I know, right? Face of a baby. Uh, so uh, we'll be – the journey into that will be happening. Who knows? You know what? The Olympics are um, in July – we may have two weeks that are solely dedicated to the gayness that can be the Olympics. Please don't. Excuse me. The gymnastics. gymnastics. The gymnastics. The gymnastics. Even the diving can be slightly gay. The synchronized swimming. That's, that's up there. Um, The Greco-Roman wrestling. (laughs) 
two sweaty, oily dudes just like rolling around, rubbing up against each other. You're telling me that's not homoerotic? Come um, on, go to the Olympics. Did it in Sydney? No, I did. I did go in Sydney, but I kind of want to go to 2022. I think um, so. We're in 2024. 2028, I believe, is in Los Angeles again, mm. uh, and then Brisbane's 2032. Uh, the lucky thing for us is because in-laws and stuff live over Brisbane, we've got accommodation. So it's just a case of getting up there and flights are just going to be bullshit. So it just makes sense to drive up there. So we're kind of, we we may go and see some stuff up there. Um, Brisbane is sharing it, I think. I feel like Brisbane is sharing a couple of things with another state, but I don't think it's New South Wales. doesn't matter. Uh, it says here Brisbane Stadium no longer favoured by 2032 Olympic organisers. Yeah, what they got, what they were actually going to do essentially was I'm I'm an, an Olympic nerd. Sorry, yeah. what they were going to do was they were actually going to refurbish and recycle uh, venues that obviously already exist. Yeah, uh, and I believe it, the venue that you're talking about was the Woolen Gabba, yeah. the Gabba, right? Uh, and they were going to do it all up and do all of this other stuff. The problem with that, whatever the story says, I'm just going to say from my opinion, one of the problems of that is that the Gabba is the main cricket arena in Brisbane. So they obviously have the tests there. Um, I'm, and I could be, I think I'm right when I also say it is the home ground for the AFL team, the Brisbane Lions. So if they do do refurbishments and all of that, that means that that arena in particular is going to be out of action for two or three years. Four years and they would lose $45 million just in court. Okay, so how's that? I haven't even read the story and I'm telling you that this is what it's going to be. They don't have an alternative up in Brisbane because Brisbane's not very big. Mm. The population, it doesn't require it. In Sydney, if you don't use the SCG... You know, you can go to another, there would be another arena. Um, and Melbourne Cricket Ground's the same and a couple of the arenas can adapt to cricket and and and, and AFC, AFL and all of that. They can't do it in Brisbane, so they can't use the Gabba. The alternative for cricket in Brisbane is to go down to, I think it's still called Metricon Stadium on the Gold Coast. A, it only holds about 18,000 people. And if you've got um, a one-day match or a, a really good uh, BBL match uh, or, or something like that, it's it's going to sell out and people are going to be pissed because they can't go. Whereas, you know, the SCG holds like 30,000, 35,000 and the MCG can hold up to 100,000 people. So they need to either build an alternative or work out something else, but it can't be the Gabba for the reasons that I told you and the reasons that you've read. It, it's, it, it'll be out of commission for far too long. So 2032, what are we in 2024? Eight years. What, eight oh, years right on now. top of your age. Mm-hmm. I'll be 42. You'll be 42. I <laughs> will be 58. The kids will be 16 and 10. Definitely leave them with the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon I want to go. Yeah. You know what the best thing to do? Start looking at some of the sports now that aren't very popular because mm. they're the ones that you're going to be almost guaranteed tickets to. Right. 
right? So in um, so things like uh, the archery, right? Uh, the Greco-Roman wrestling, mm-hmm. um, possibly the synchronized swimming, because uh, your blue ribbon event, your um, uh, athletics, swimming, uh, some of the gymnastics, not all of it, like Simone Biles won't be around at that time, so it may not be so popular, the gymnastics. Uh, so you may actually be able to get tickets for that. Um, uh, see, we're a cycling nation, so the velodrome will fucking sell out. No, I don't care for cycling. So. Um, freebies, you can see the road cycling, the marathon, and the sailing for free. Mm-hmm. Right, so you can do those. Whether or not they're going to choose to have a separate medal ceremony at nighttime instead of doing it straight after the event, and they just do it in like the village, like they do for the Winter Olympics. Right. They give them the podium thing, and they all stand up there and all of that and whatnot. But then that night they go into this amphitheater villagey type thing, and they have the proper medal ceremony and and all of that. So they get the acknowledgement where they've actually done it, and then they get the proper acknowledgement at night. So whether or not they're going to do that, I don't know. But there's like there's heaps of free things there too. I'm sure I could find someone that's got an Airbnb up in Queensland that I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. Fun times here at Drag Me Out. We're back. We are back. We are so back. It's not funny. We're so back. We're so back that we're front. We are so back that when people talk about things getting recycled in fashion, we are like the bell bottoms of podcast. The flared pants. We are the flared pants of podcasting. We are the uh, 90s fashion of podcasting. We're back. We've recycled. But on that note, uh, we want to thank everybody for listening and watching. Please don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell for notification. Uh, Get us on the um, uh, streaming apps, uh, please. Think carefully. If you give us less than five stars, at least give us a decent reason why. But we'd really like five stars. Mm. Um, leave a comment. We are still on Instagram at Drag Me Out Official. Uh, please feel free to leave us a message. Um, I know that we've been saying in the past, any up and coming drag queens, if anybody wants to leave us a message or anything, you want anything to talk about, whether it's drag related or not drag related. Um, please, by all means, do that. Uh, we're more than happy to ha- um, have a little chat session with you. If you want to come on and just talk absolute nonsense and drivel with us, don't forget to uh, say that too in, in a message to us. And um, Haley, do you have any words of wisdom? No. It's great to see that some things just don't change, right? Um, uh, want to say to everybody, uh, we're very, very sorry, but we needed to take a little bit of a break and, uh, we're back now and everything's going to be great. And, uh, to Ego and Jack, we love you. Um, can you please stop organizing for things on the night? Although we didn't really give you much notice, so we forgive you. No, that's not an excuse. You cancel plans to be with us. Well, that's actually true too. Um, and, uh, we will see all of you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.